back with the stories, and this time, we're talking WWE. Adam and Ponder and myself sharing our childhood memories. We wrestled as kids and experienced the most iconic matches and storylines. This is What the Jack, Part 1, WWE, Childhood Memories. Let's get to it. All right, first of all, I just want to say, both of you, thank you for coming back. How many years ago was that when we wrestled each other oh, on the boy. trampoline? This was, we were talking about, this is what we were texting about. Yeah. The fir- one of the first times was when Chris and Chris came over the house for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so, for context, for those who don't know, we had a WWE trampoline in our backyard. It was square, didn't have a net. We put up ropes around the side. It had raw ECW, SmackDown, I think a WWE banner, mm-hmm. right, on the side so we could go into the ring and grab a bat or a table if we needed to because uh, we would kick the crap out of each other. Chris came over for the first time and fell off of it and hit his head on it or something like that. And I was like, I'm never going to see this kid again. Yeah. And it's 2007, like the first year that I came 16 over. 16 years ago. 16 years ago. It's a long time. Daring, who was your name, it was Chris Ponder, who we're talking with right now, and my brother, probably one of the best tag teams in our wrestling that we did, <laughs> V-Factor, his name was Gunner. What up? And I was J.S. Dallas, the king of kings. And there's many more friends that wrestled with us. It's been a long time. It was like 15, 16 years ago. Correct. When we yeah. watched wrestling, when we wrestled, yep. and not to mention the fact that we kind of brought all the other friends together. I'm sure they were watching as well. You know, the ring was here. Everybody wanted to come over and wrestle in the ring. It was a square trampoline, but around the trampoline was a netting, but above the net was some somewhat of a turnbuckle. I remember when it all like really started, and I, I'm not going to know the years, so you're going to have to bear with me, but I remember, shout out Jared Brand, fourth grade probably, um, he came over the house. He was a close friend of mine at the time. And he said, do you know who Batista is? And I was like, <laughs> I had never heard of anything about wrestling, knew nothing about it. Our older cousins watched it, which is the only thing I have, but I never watched yeah, it right. before. Jared came over and was like, do you know who Batista is? And it was a Friday because SmackDown was on Fridays. I need to show you this guy because he was going to be fighting that night against, I don't, I don't know who it was at the time. He was a rising star yeah. who now we know as Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy, which is kind of crazy to think about. But that was the first time I had ever done anything with wrestling. But I I do remember then going to you, Chris, and you were all about it while I was kind of learning about it, too. I mean, I might be remembering that wrong, but I remember being like, yo, Joe Batista is? And you were like, yeah. Yeah, it was was weird because we grew up in two totally different parts of the state. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. like, we were at the same level of getting into it, I think. So Mm -hmm. it it was literally the perfect timing. So we wrestled as kids. What was your favorite memory wrestling as kids, as a childhood memory? I'm. We'll bring it back a little slower. Can we? Uh, 
I can't. I don't think I can do one. I think I'll list out a few, yeah. and we can talk about whichever one or all of them or what. Sounds good. Uh, Sal Fazio jumping off the top of the 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 ring was probably one of the craziest. Yep. My father breaking his rib <laughs> was one of the craziest. Okay, when he was in the ring, we have to talk about that one. You, Jack, getting clotheslined off of the ring by Tuan. Yep. That was insane. And then my one of my personal to be a part of was. Our match, our um, championship match, me and Jack, um, and I got thrown through two tables. Those are like my my top wrestling moments of my life when I was in the ring, using air quotes. We can go into them after that. I mean, I had some individual matches like with by myself with dummies that I just... It was like a time where I could just sit and just kind of be myself and just have a good time. And I think that my favorite... <laughs> My favorite was definitely getting clothesline from Tuan because <laughs> nobody expected it. No. It hurt. But the fact that it just happened and like we were all able to just enjoy the moment. Um, and then another one would definitely be the Rebellion match when I was, I think, I don't know. I might have been going against The Undertaker, but I'm not exactly sure. Not the real Undertaker, of course. <laughs> but I would lose in a second. But I remember I was going against The Undertaker for the champion. I had a, the title for a little bit. Um, and it, it was like a last ride match on the four wheeler. And I was like, <laughs> bringing back the dummy on the four wheeler. Oh yeah. my God. It was a lot of fun we had. And I, I got to bring up this one. Cause this is definitely part of my childhood. The match I had with crazy Kathy, big shout out. There oh yeah. For oh, the, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving. That was like God. Easter. Or something it might've like been Easter, but it was for the title. And it was just such a fun, funny moment. That... Just just to kind of gloss over that one for context. <laughs> um, Crazy Kathy is, I, I would think of her like a great aunt, okay? Um, and she used to trash talk Jack and his wrestling skills all the time. So one Easter, she came over to have dinner with the family. And Jack was like, today's the day. And so imagine probably 10-year-old Jack, skinny as can be, fighting his his great his great aunt essentially <laughs> clotheslining her for a plastic title wasn't even for a real title i just i'll just never forget like my dad being like geez jack go easy on her because like she's <laughs> like she's like older and like oh man it was just it was so that was funny. that was good, definitely one of my good favorites. fun good fun she get she uh tapped out very quick yeah she tapped out i won i won yeah <laughs> She's okay. She's okay. <laughs> she's she's all she, right. She did fine. She she made it out um, all right. Chris, what about you? What are your favorites? So, so I got many. a few. I was gonna say I think it, you know, like the matches themselves were great, but just like writing out the plan beforehand mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and like getting everything ready the night before, yeah. and like hanging the banner over the backyard and setting up the music and you know having the announcers table yep. like it was crazy like that whole setup um i think too like more of the behind the scenes stuff that was my favorite was the fake blood yes yeah. which i'll never forget i used <laughs> um a lipton ice lemonade package yeah it was like a fruit it was a punch. red yeah, yeah it was a pink lemonade i think and i put in like i took i t- put a little bit in my mouth while i was in a match with chris nowak shout out chris nowak <laughs> Um, and he, we were trying to do fake punches and he actually hit me and I wasn't only spewing out 
pink lemonade, but I was spewing out blood. And it was like, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, you know, like, you just got to roll with it. Like, I'll never forget that. That was. I I love that you brought up all of work that we put in for these things. Can you kind of explain, um, let us reminisce what were the events how many people like who would show up what would we do to plan for it like run us through like yeah what comes in your mind when you think about that so when i think of that i think of getting out of school on a friday i was in probably seventh grade come come over to the house and we would sit down with a notebook we'd write out all the matches we'd write out the entrance themes, who had what theme song. We'd set it up on an iPod in the house. Who would be in, like, the roster, generally, would you say? Generally? Yeah. So it would be, man, Chris Nowak, The Nuke, (laughs) David, (laughs) Devil, um, Michael Montague, shout out Monty. Um, He was Monty Nader. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack was obviously JS Dallas. Adam was Gunner. I was Chris Daring. That's the core. That's the core. That was the core. And we'd wrestle each other, but we'd also wrestle dummies, you know, sometimes be like, oh, Undertaker's fighting, and we'd have someone be the Undertaker, or Mm -hmm. we'd have someone be Triple H, or we'd have the dummies. And I just like remember getting everything ready and putting stuff under the ring. And it's like (laughs) setting up tables. And like it looks so like real and like to us it was like yeah. the greatest thing but like i'm yeah. sure to your parents like looking out of the yard it's like my old tv sitting on a <laughs> you know, plastic bench like what the hell is happening i i loved how like when we first started like setting up these spaces so like the i don't know what are those doors called that go into the basement is there a specific oh, name for those uh, they're like these basement doors, Bulkhead essentially. Doors. Yeah, Bulkhead those doors. to get into the basement. So like we would hang these banners on top of them so that we would come through the entrance stage. And then underneath the ring, we would have a real like foldable metal chair. None of us could pick up a foldable metal chair and hit each other with it. Like we would like have to run it, like literally hold it in place, and run into it. Because if I held it over my head, I'd fall backwards. Essentially, like it was, it was so crazy. It was so crazy. I don't know about everybody, but I could probably remember everybody's theme song, like all of their, like just like you know when you hear the Undertaker comes out. Yeah. Like we knew each other's well, and like we're so immersed in this world that when we heard, you know, like ah, oh, the party started, we knew that Chris was was run into this match and he was yeah. about to break it up or we heard welcome home and devil was coming out yep. and he, you know paradise was monty so yep. it was just it was just funny how like we were in our own worlds in in that level and you know what else is funny i'm sure people wanted to watch this now but hey we didn't record it there is videos here and there maybe. i know oh, maybe like two or three oh, somewhere on snapchat two. there's a video of you getting clotheslined that moment and that, I mean, when you fell off, the, I mean, you hit the ground hard. And so we all came rushing over and you were like playing it off. Like it was, we all thought you were hurt and you were like, guys, what are you doing? Like I, like you're, <laughs> you're ruining the match. <laughs> yeah, Jack easily had the best sell of oh all time. Oh my goodness. The oh greatest. The greatest. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. so well. The kicks, the mm-hmm. everything. 
I remember when you guys would just pick me up and just throw me, and I'd just yeah. be like, ah. right. I would just take it too, and then they'd be like, you know, you'd want to put me in a Batista bomb, and I would just go, all right, let's do it. Everyone yeah. loved facing you because we could pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but like, Toss I, me out of the ring. I remember like the old like ways we used to suplex, and we'd go yeah. like we count together. Like it was like very in sync. Sure, yeah. it wasn't that professional, but yeah, we would legit like be on the trampoline and like flip each other and like actually get into it, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you'd like work together like uh, like a choke slam. Oh yeah, you know, like, like if I had you by the throat, yeah, hundred percent. You'd go down, and, and the person who you were choke slamming would jump to exaggerate it, yeah. so you would come down and, and like hit him a little harder. And it was so cool because you know, like we knew like when to stop, and like it was never discussed. Like it was like okay, so and so is gonna win the match, but like you never knew how. Yeah, and it was always so cool to see where things ended up. Yeah. Um, and how people would like kick out at like the last second and everyone no one would know because yeah, yeah, like yeah. it would just be like me and adam who wrote everything down and mm-hmm. we're just like all right man you're winning today and like that was it yep. and then, you know chris noag went into the match was like all right i'm winning <laughs> T- told the other person and they're like all right we'll figure it out yeah and it exactly. just like made up and it was a long match a short I don't, match. It there's definitely cool. an instance where noag wasn't supposed to win and he thought he was supposed to win and so the match went on for like ever because like i think it was against you jack and like jack was like waiting for like the moment to be like um uh, am i gonna win yet right, you know right. like you guys are fighting for over an hour and, and no one's won Everyone yet was, oh, yeah. and the thing about it too everybody was not um not like always about being champion too no, it was no, always no. we were always cool we were always like relaxed about all right if you were to lose the title how would it look yeah. I mean, yes, of course, I always wanted to be the champion because it, you know. Because you're Jack. The king of kings. Because he is the The king of kings. Because he is the champion. <laughs> but it was just so awesome because we also had rotating referees. Like, yeah. we'd have someone we just did. throw on a ref shirt, or we'd make a ref shirt, yep. and we'd throw them in the ring. And it would we would just get so into it. And I think that's, like, the most coolest thing ever to look back is my childhood and everyone else's childhood and who was a part of it is that, we were just a group of friends who loved wrestling and got into it. And the fact that we even went to shows, too, yeah. together. What was All it like? Time. What was it like seeing your favorite wrestler walk down the aisle at a show, both of you? It wasn't about walking down. It was about that first song. It was yeah. always that. When you always. heard the song, you knew your boy was coming, and it was about to get wild or or like something bad was happening and they were going to save the day. It was that. It yep. was for me it was that. Yep. 100%. I I absolutely agree with that. The music was by far the best thing. Yeah. About not even just like the wrestlers themselves like the music is like what made them. And it like, had to fit, right? Yeah. It, it had, had to fit. Yeah. And like e- like you just think about it. It's just like how like you hear that song today and like it might be a popular song or something but like you would just associate it with that person. And, and like, I think that goes back to like how um, immersed we would get ourselves into it. And like that, that reminds me of we were wrestling one time. It was one of the bigger ones where we had a, a group of people over and we were doing a bunch of matches. And my dad, our dad, jumped into the ring and we were so into it. Everybody who was there jumped into the ring with him <laughs> and started. <laughs> 
trying to take him down <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. He would choke slam me, and I'd be on the ground, and some right. other person would run up and try to hit him. You know, like we had finally a real big show. <laughs> right. And I think it was it was Sal who was the same person that jumped off the top. That kid was crazy. Jumped off the top, uh, top rope, top. Well, I don't even know the the structure of the trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he. I'm pretty sure he jumped on my dad's back and my dad like tried to flip him over and then he like jumped up again and yeah. he broke a rib. <laughs> he broke a rib and that's how like oh, in the zone we were. Like we had our finally a, a big person to kind of face because we were all relatively <laughs> same well, size. You know? yeah. it's a big show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will, I, that was the Was funniest. he bald at the time? Yeah, he definitely yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was, was indeed. Batista. Yeah, exactly, because he had, he, he had even grew out the, yeah, yeah, he grew out the soul patch because of Batista. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah, that one was, that one was crazy. That was the craziest one. Did yeah. he have an entrance song to that? No, he no. just came out. That that was the one time he really got because he broke a rib, so he never came back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> we we ended his career. You know, I mean, like five versus one guy. You know, yeah. in the ring, I thought the ring was gonna break. I mean, like we were big kids too. Yeah, you know, it's true. Except me. That's why we love fighting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about the music, the entrance, right? What was your favorite part? Like, we went to Mohegan Sun. Uh-huh. So that was definitely... We went everywhere. We went to yeah. a lot of places. Everywhere. We went to WrestleMania. Florida. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've we've done it all. What was your favorite, like, show to go to? Like, if you could think... Uh, there's so many. Like, what was the best show we yeah, went to? Yeah, like, what was the best show? I, I'd have to... SummerSlam was crazy. Because that was the one where Randy Orton punted John Cena's dad. Yep. <laughs> Let yep. that settle in. Like that. Like that was. That, that was yeah. the first one. We were right on the line. Like we were. We were high fiving Mickey James and Triple H, and yep. you know that it was hometown for John Cena. He was height of his career. That was probably my favorite. And then, I mean, I can't not say WrestleMania. Like that also was the one in Orlando, yeah. The one yeah. in Orlando. I, that was Ric Flair's was last Rick match. Ric Flair's though. last match. Yeah. yeah. I say Survivor Series. As weird as that is, back mm-hmm. when they had the teams, like it was like Team Orton versus Team Cena. Yeah. And it was like all these superstars going four on four. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and like the crowd just, you know, didn't know how to react because it was just like. All of the superstars so facing each other, like you didn't know what to do. It was overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jared? Well, he can sound one was so fun because we got to meet the wrestlers after. We got to see the yeah. wrestlers after. So that was that was so much fun. But I would say definitely the Rock versus John Cena and Triple H versus the Undertaker. Those those moments, the, those pay per views, the WrestleMania ones were definitely my top because. You were there, and you just couldn't believe that you were there. And also the fact that the chair shots from The Undertaker and Triple H not leave my head. It was so loud. And the fact that John Cena, when he won, it was New Jersey, and then The Rock obviously won in Miami. And the fact that they had him win in Miami, and I was so annoyed because I was from Boston. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man. And then they had the second match, and I was able to go see that rematch. And it was just so cool the way they did it. It's the fact that they had the uh, they had the Rock win in Miami. And it was such a good match, back and forth. Um, and then they had John Cena win. And it was so good because it was like a 
oh man. Like it was two different emotions. One was, oh man, why the heck did The Rock win? Why would they do that? I understand, you know, he's from Miami, so obviously that's probably why. But as a kid, you're like, oh man, like what the heck? I wanted John Cena to win. I wanted my hero to win. And then they, he wins in um, New Jersey, and it's just, it's just awesome to see that rivalry happen, and to see kind of that pay per view that I attended was what happened. Yeah. And I got a big one that we're gonna talk about in a little bit about the Undertaker streak because I was there when he lost. Yeah, and um, it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I think that that my emotion right now and what I'm trying to say is something that you have to be there to realize it. There are so many people around the world that that moment struck them. We'll try being there with a silent crowd of 75,000 people. Silent. I honestly thought it was a botched match because I was like, what happened? <laughs> then you see like the guys, the faces... And turned into memes and the guy to do it was Brock Lesnar. It was just surreal. I, I thought John Cena was going to beat him. I always thought oh, if anyone was going to beat The Undertaker, it was going to be John Cena. Or Kane or something. Yeah, yeah. Some, someone close to him. Yeah. 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 I think that match in Miami, what you're talking about too with Triple H, those chair shots, there were there were tens of thousands of people there, and you could like it was. I remember that dude. That was like boom, boom, boom. There was like five to seven of them over and over and over, and he still kicked out, and he ended up winning too. Like he yeah. ended up winning, yeah. I mean, and that's where I thought he would lose the streak too from those many chair shots. Yeah. Um, those matches were great. What was one of your favorite matches that you've watched? Either live, live, or either you know, just in general. There's there was so many we watched, and there's so many good matches that you, you have to. You, for me, you have to pick one, and it's tough. And I know that's tough. I know mine. I already know mine. All right, let's hear. It. It's the one that you mentioned earlier. The one, the one match that made you look away. It was uh, Matt Hardy yep. and um, Matt and Jeff Hardy against the the Nitro Brothers. I don't know Armageddon. Was that Armageddon? Yeah. Yeah, and they did the seesaw. There was like a, there was a bunch of teams. Yeah, there was there was a few other teams. It was multiple tag teams ladder match, and it was, it was just the most exciting. Everything was high flying. Everything was high stakes. It was just the most exciting match I ever saw. The ladder match is my favorite type of match ever. It's just so epic. It is just so epic. Now, what was your reaction when Joey Mercury's nose broke? I mean, I've, I've seen that match so many times, so I, I don't know. What like, was your reaction? Though? I, uh, probably the same as Chris's. Like, oh, you know, like, like it was gut-wrenching. And then they, like, yeah. I was like, oh, that looked like it hurt. And then they show his face, and you can't see it because it's just nothing but red. Right. Like, it was like... Yeah, his nose ripped off. Yeah, it was. there was blood everywhere. Yeah. He had to get... We were talking about that earlier. He yeah. had to get plastic surgery to get it fixed. It was like... It was messed up, man. Matt Hardy, who did it to him, was like shook by it in the match. Like everyone was like shook by it. Yeah. It was crazy. That match was crazy. Well, also the fact that like they allowed the camera to just keep focusing and showing the replay. Yeah, now. yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, yeah. thinking about that yeah. nowadays, that's something they're not going to want to show over and over again. Yeah. 
for no, an audience like a PG audience right now. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't allow it. No way. But but I mean, it was an accident too, right? They didn't expect it to get that nasty and to and to actually break no. his nose, no. right? What? It was it was crazy. I think any the ladder match was my favorite, and then WrestleMania twenty three ladder match when Jeff Hardy jumped off the thirty foot ladder, which is like ten feet above the ring already, like and broke Edge's back. Through, jumping through the other one, that one. Those two probably come to mind. Hmm. What about you, Chris? So, this this is... I was going to say this is going to be a weird one. My favorite match was at <laughs> New Year's Revolution, it was called. And John Cena won. And it was against all odds, whatever. Everyone, you know, everyone already came out of the chambers. He was one of the first people in there. And then Edge came out. And cashed in the money in the bank. Oh, yeah. And I will never forget because I was so upset because I was a big John Cena fan. But, oh, man, I was so upset at the time because I didn't know how to react to it because I forgot that was even possible Mm -hmm. for him to do. But it also kickstarted my favorite era of WWE with the whole Edge versus John Cena back and forth rivalry and it went on for a year and it would just continue and never end. I don't think it ever ended and it was just non-stop bouts for the WWE Championship. It was awesome. That was so rivalry, cool. I would argue, is the best, the most entertaining rivalry Hands I up. had ever seen. Hands it, it was like and it, it never got old, as I think what's ever. what matters. Because it like they strung that thing out, like what you said, for over a year. It was like wrestle like a WrestleMania to a WrestleMania, you know, like that they were still going at it and it just Oh, that was so good. That's re- such a good call. And I remember promos too, where it was like WWE would like go to John Cena's house and Edge smacked John Cena's dad <laughs> in his house. Yeah. It was so like yeah. crazy. It was just nuts. Ridiculous. Like, I'll, I'll never forget like that storyline or anything. So there were so many superstars in the WWE that captivated an audience. There was also so many female wrestlers that brought forth so much in the WWE. And I think that Today's female wrestling has been the best it's ever been. Who was your favorite diva in their favorite match? Um, we were huge fans of Ashley. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. We were huge fans of Ashley. And that's actually started when I was talking about the first time I ever heard of wrestling. That started then. You know, our grandmother used to babysit us and she used to watch us watch Ashley. And so... Her nickname used to be Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the two and two came together, but they did. Um, So, yeah, we really liked Ashley. She was just kind of badass, you know. And then I liked Mickey James as well, too. Those two were pretty great. We talked about the moment when Mickey James came out. Um, There's there's footage somewhere. I was on TV in the, the, I think it was actually just a Raw match. I think I was at, you're right, Chris, I was confused. The first one we ever went to was was Raw. Yeah. That was the that was the one. You're right. It wasn't SummerSlam. Don't worry, I can edit that out. Um, the first one we ever went to was Raw. Now I'm remembering it, and I don't know who she, who it was, um, who the heel diva was, but she was talking and she was going on and on, and like we were all kind of getting annoyed with her. And Mickey James came out. Her song, like The Undertaker, her song came out, and this footage of my face going like, "What is this lady talking to?" Like. 
the happiest kid in the world. Yeah. And I was like, yeah! I was, I was so hyped. I was so hyped when she came out. But she was cool. She was like a little bit high-flying. She kind of reminded me of like a diva version of Shawn Michaels mm. a little bit. Um, she had a really cool DDT as well. I was like, that was one of my favorite moves. I was going to say for me, I personally, I think like divas for me like go way back to like Trish Stratus oh. and like Stacy Keebler. Like they always, like they could throw it down just as hard as the guys could. Like it was so cool to watch, like especially back then. Like they would put on, they were legends to us. Like, they, like they would put on the craziest matches and they would high fly off the ropes and, you know, toss around DDTs. Like it was so awesome to just see them like ch- like change the dynamic of just like the big strong early big show types like mm-hmm. to just like divas just flying around everywhere it was so cool yeah i think that it goes back to lita i think that she was kind of that Ooh. badass Lita's with edge and matt hardy where she would just fly off the rope and jump off the rope to a point where she almost was doing Jeff Hardy moves, right? And, and it was just awesome to see kind of a, a badass woman wrestler wrestle like that in a sense of just going back to kind of how they performed back then. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, which kind of sucks because nowadays it would not be a lot at all, is that Vince was pretty much making them as they were objects to look at for fans. And I think that's just completely wrong because now you look at how important and how amazing. And back then it wasn't as prevalent as it is now with this Divas division of the WWE because you have Vince's ideas. And in movies and in general, a lot of it is this male gaze of looking at female wrestlers as objects and for pleasure. But now it's being that point that you can look at is they're wrestling. They're putting their bodies on the line. They've always put their bodies on the line, but more now. There's mm-hmm. there's a division. There's a revolution. And I think that with Lita, it was like, I'm just going to do whatever, whatever I think, and I'm just going to be a badass wrestler, and I don't care if you look at me or not. And, and same with those wrestlers who just didn't care. They wanted to just wrestle for wrestlers. They were not trying to be a cover girl or any of that, and they were not trying to be Vince's puppet. I think it's very important to look at that nowadays as wrestling for women is that it's the same as it is for men. Is that it is this idea of wrestling each other. And it's the same hype you get when a male wrestler comes on. And it's sad to say this, but at the time when a lot of the women wrestling was going on, it just wasn't as entertaining. And nowadays it's 10 times better. I mean, the women in NXT are unbelievable. Women in Raw, SmackDown are unbelievable. And I think that they are getting pushed more than ever. They should have been a long time ago. But it's now being the factor as they are wrestling. They are wrestlers in the WWE. And they've done so much for this company. How uh, is it over at AEW? I haven't seen... AEW is kind of a mess right now. They don't really have a strong uh, women wrestling, but NXT, they're putting out wrestlers left and right. They just made a new tag team champion for them. Um, But it goes back to this 
idea of back then they were looked at as objects and as a, as a male gaze, which is a lot prevalent through movies and life right now. But now they're getting shots, they're getting opportunities. They're able to fight for titles, which is beyond mind-blowing that it's starting to be now than it was back then. Um, yes, they had, you know, titles for the women matches, but it's not... They wouldn't give as much time to the women's as they do now, yeah. and which is awesome. And they deserve it, and it's just such a great experience to look at. Alexa Bliss, oh my gosh. Talking about her and The Fiend and her having a rivalry with The Fiend just to catch you guys up. Yeah. She is the talk about on wrestling right now. The fact that she has this Fiend character, the fact that she's this has this mental health issue, but it's such a creepy and cool, like almost like an Annabelle situation where it's like Annabelle's going to take over the world. And it's against Randy Orton. And, and she's causing Randy Orton to cough up black blood or whatever. And this idea of the Fiend character putting on a female character. So Bray Wyatt is the Fiend, but now we have this female Fiend character that's taking over wrestling. So that's very different. And they're allowing that to be a storyline. Yes, you got to get into it if you have no idea what that's I'm talking so about. That's so cool. Like that, It's so cool. That is like one thing that I feel like we've kind of talked about. And like when we used to play like the wrestling video games, like we would put like divas in the matches with like the regular wrestlers. Like you would have the big show getting his butt kicked by like Trish Stratus. Like, <laughs> like it was so, it was so much fun to kind of like see that dynamic and play around with that. But you know, low key, like when we were watching, like the diva shows were like intermissions until I guess that it was honestly a little bit before us, in my opinion, like I liked watching Ashley and I liked what Michelle, remember Michelle? I liked watching Michelle too, um, just as wrestling. But I never, I always wanted to see that dynamic of like male versus female in the WWE universe because they were all there and they all interacted and went kind of like crossed, but they would never have, you know, them like fight each other. Even in like the tag team matches, like later in the video games, you could do a like a like a male female versus a male female. But when you tagged in. The, like, the male and the female, the female would automatically have to face the male. Like, they couldn't have that, like, interesting dynamic and, like, do it right. Have you know to face I mean? the female? Yeah, like, they had they had to have, like, same-sex, like, like fights, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't know, it kind of, like, ruined a little bit of the magic to it. Because, like, they're badass, bro. They're they badass. are badass. But don't, they... don't get me wrong. They all, they went after, I remember Lita going after some of the big guys. Yeah, right. And... Her mic skills, like she'd always call out the big guys. Like they have transformed this wrestling for women into something so extreme, so awesome. Um, I love that they're giving these characters the ability to be just as great as a male wrestler, and it should have been like that a while ago. And I think that if you look back at how when we watched wrestling. Um, our childhood, that it wasn't like that. It was always, we wanted a male wrestler. And that sucks to say that because... It was male-dominated, right? It like was it so was, male Like, even the roster of, like, the, the air quotes, like, divas versus how many, like, superstars there were, right? Like, they're just... There was just more males than there were female, and they used the females as, like, all right, quick quick match before the big one, you know? Like, it was, it was, it was lame. It was, it was lame that, like, it was kind of like a like a break 
rather than like yeah. a, they took they didn't take it seriously. I think is where I'm trying to go with this. No, it's like they didn't. They didn't. And it's cool to hear that they're doing that now. Oh yeah, it's so much better. They had a whole women's evolution. They called it where Lita was a part of it, and uh, she pretty. I think she did some commentary and she helped out a lot with it. They are so much better with the women's division now that they were back then. Um, NXT is pushing out talent left and right. Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter is like, you know, main eventing some Raws. Like, Alexa Bliss is so important each week, Monday night on Raw, where it's like, what's going to happen with Randy Orton? Yes, you still kind of get that male-female relationship type of thing going on with the male gaze, but you're at least giving women the main event card. And I think that that's very important to move forward, and I wish they did that back then. Yeah, that's unheard of to, to have a like a, a female match be the main event of the night. Oh, it, they did it for WrestleMania. It was unbelievable. Stole yeah. the show. Probably was one of the best um, main events I've seen in a long time for wrestling. Wow. Work their ass off, and you see it. It's about time, man. That's all, I think that's really just the moral of the story. It's just about time. Don't worry, that's not all. We got more stories and more to share. This is just part one of WWE Childhood Memories. What's next? We'll see you next time.